Hello and welcome to Baruch. In the last few episodes of the Tale of Two Books, I have shared the structure of progress. How the colonial roots of the Indian statistical system were molded and strategic autonomy was established for both data collection and analysis. Giving the data put out by the professionals in government service a credibility rare among developing countries. India's data was seen as both authentic and largely free for political taint. So what went wrong? Why is it that over the last few years, all of India's data has been seen with skepticism and in many cases downright disbelief. To understand that will perhaps take many PhDs and we don't really have the time for that. So what I wanted to do was to share with you the story of what happened on one day in Parliament. And perhaps from that, you and I will all understand why is it that despite the professional competence and willingness to tell truth to power, India's leadership has a reluctance to listen to and accept what the story on the ground is. So, on the 10th of April 2003, Mr. Kripal Parmar, a member of the Upper House of India's Parliament, asked a start question. To the Minister of Labour. Start questions require the Minister to provide not just a written response but also an oral one and be available to respond to supplementaries, not just from the member who asked questions but from others in the House. This often means that despite all attempts to script and orchestrate what happens in the house, things don't always go according to plan. And that is exactly what happened on April 10th, 2003. 
Mr. Kripal Parmar asked a four-part question and it was detailed. He asked, are the maximum number of child laborers Indians? He asked the minister for details on the number of child laborers below the age of 10 years, between the ages of 10 and 14 years and 14 to 18 years. He also wanted details state-wise of the number of children involved in begging, prostitution, pickpocketing, smuggling, etc. And then he got even more specific. Those who are working in hazardous industries. And he also wanted the estimated number of child wanted laborers. In his response, the minister, Mr. Vijay Goel, acknowledged that India is home to the largest number of working children. Perhaps he should have stopped there, but he didn't. qualified his reply by pointing out that the proportion of working children to the total labor force is lower in India than in many other developing countries. And then to parliament he gave 1991 figures taken from the census. This despite the fact that the 2001 census had already been com completed, that the National Sample Survey Organization had been collecting data on child labor for many years. And he also made sure that the number of infant, that the number of children provided in the data was presented as lump sums. So he provided the number of working children between the ages of five and fourteen years. As you can imagine. The presentation of data, which was 12 years old, made the parliamentarians restive. However, it was the response to the rest of the questions that were asked by Mr. Parmar, which led to the House getting restive and protested. The government said that they actually don't maintain details of the number of children 
between the ages of 10 and 14 years who are working. They also don't maintain data on children engaged in different occupations. Begging, smuggling, prostitution, hazardous industries or even bonded labor. On bonded labor, their response was very specific. The Act of 1976 and I'm quoting here does not make any difference between child bondage and adult bondage. As such, separate data on the number of bonded child labor is not reported by the state governments. Stop quote. So, he was actually blaming the state governments and the law passed during the emergency for the lack of data. Mr. Parmar asked them the obvious question. When you have a law which is designed to stop the entry of children into hazardous occupations and you don't have data on the number of children in those hazardous occupations, how do you plan to protect children? The minister, a master at deflection, pointed out that we are running child labour projects in more than a hundred districts. And we are planning to expand and add an additional 50 districts. We are opening 2000 schools. We count all working children in this category. Stop good. The minister's response got the members of parliament agitated and one member and a nominated one at that, Ms. Shabana Azmi, stood up and asked. What is the reason for not maintaining data? You have to have data. Then only you can take the steps. The minister got more defensive and tried to justify his data, his data position. We have data. We just don't have disaggregated data. Ms. Asmi countered, why don't you have the data? The minister, now entirely on the back foot, responded, we can provide the total. It was a wrong answer. 
husband immediately pushed her advantage. How did you get that tea? said Pluto. When you don't maintain separate data sets, how will you aggregate? Goel's response was simple. To implement programs, we don't really need the disaggregated data. We just need the total numbers. Asmi responded. Sir, child labor is important and you are saying we don't need to keep the data separately. It is entirely unacceptable, Goel said. The skirmish went on for a while, and as happens regularly, question hour came to an end, and the government got relief. So why was the government reluctant to share data, and why were they putting out old data? The reason for that would come out two years later and for that we need to wait for next week's episode thank you for listening in i'm vijayalakshmi balakrishnan please write to me with your ideas suggestions brickbats all welcome at the root podcast at the root thank you for listening in